WVOW Local News, now. A federal judge sided with three drug companies and ruled against Cabell County in the city of Huntington. I'm Livia Burhart. U.S. District Judge David Faber issued the ruling Monday, July 4th. The city and county asserted that Amerisource Bergen, Cardinal Health, and Mekison created a public nuisance when the company shipped millions of opioid drugs to the area. Huntington and Cabell County cited public nuisance due to the overall epidemic. They argued that the abundance of opioid drugs created the epidemic. A public health crisis developed with an increase of opioid-related deaths due to overdose and the increase in infections of hepatitis B, C, and HIV. According to Faber, most courts have rejected claims of public nuisance involving the sale and distribution of a product. The Supreme Court of Appeals for West Virginia has only applied the law in cases involving conduct that interferes with public property or resources, and West Virginia's High Court would likely decline to extend the law to situations related to opioid drugs, according to Faber. The plaintiffs argued distributors sent around 81 million opioid pills between 2006 and 2014 to Huntington and Cabell County with a combined population fewer than 100,000 people. In his judgment, Faber said the figure is closer to 51 million doses of oxycodone and hydrocodone over eight years, and the plaintiffs did not adequately show how the volume resulted from unreasonable behavior of the distributors. Huntington Mayor Steve Williams called Faber's judgment a blow to our city and community. WVOW Local News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. I'm Tanya Crum, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, Surgical Podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir ordered flags to half-staff from sunrise today to sunset on Thursday, July 7th, in honor of Floyd County peace officers who died after being shot on Thursday, June 30th, during a standoff in Floyd County. At approximately 6.30 p.m. Thursday, June 30th, deputies were attempting to serve an emergency protection order against the suspect, 49-year-old Lance Stores, when they were met with rounds of gunfire from a high-power rifle. Floyd County Deputy William Petrie, Prestonburg Police Captain Ralph Frazier, and Floyd County K-9 Unit Drago were killed Thursday night. Prestonsburg Police Officer Jacob Chaffins died of his injuries on Friday. According to the U.S. Attorney Office for the Southern District, 45-year-old Eric Dell Mills of Beckley was sentenced Friday to five years in prison for possession with intent to distribute 40 grams or more of a mixture or substance containing fentanyl. According to federal court documents, on July 26, 2021, law enforcement officers found more than 50 grams of fentanyl and a small amount of methamphetamine in a vehicle driven by Mills after conducting a traffic stop. Officers also found small bags for packaging and scales. Mills admitted that he possessed the fentanyl and that he intended to distribute it. Mills' sentence will be followed by four years of supervised release. A woman was killed in a single-vehicle crash Saturday in Mingo County. State police said 52-year-old Melissa Copley of Del Barton died after losing control of her vehicle at just before 2.30 p.m. on Laurel Creek Road near Lenore. Copley was pronounced dead at the scene. 
The investigation into the crash continues. A Michigan man is in custody and charged with a stabbing death in Huntington. According to Huntington Police, 36-year-old Timothy Stratton of Huntington was arguing with 45-year-old Kamal Dillahunty of Pontiac, Michigan, near the Sheets on 6th Avenue at around 3 p.m. Sunday when Dillahunty allegedly stabbed Stratton. Stratton died at a hospital a short time later. Dillahunty was arrested at about 10 p.m. Sunday and charged with murder. He's being held in the Western Regional Jail without bail. Martin County Sheriff John Kirk says the suspect is dead after an officer-involved shooting. The sheriff says the call came in around 11 p.m. on Sand Lake Road near Davila on Monday as reports of an active shooter situation. Sheriff Kirk says no officers were injured, but the suspect, a man, is dead. Multiple agencies responded, and Kentucky State Police are now handling the investigation. This is all happening about 15 minutes from Floyd County, Kentucky, where funerals begin today for the three officers killed in an ambush attack last week. Lottery game players can now purchase instant tickets and draw games with credit and debit cards. The West Virginia Lottery on Friday announced the policy is in effect. Retailers can set a minimum amount for debit and credit card transactions. Some retailers can opt to continue cash-only lottery purchases. A player cannot make a purchase exceeding $200. The state finished the fiscal year roughly $1.3 billion in tax revenue collected compared to estimates. The state Senate Finance Committee released June collection numbers along with fiscal year wrap-up numbers Friday. West Virginia collected $662.4 million in revenue in June, which was $201 million above the estimate for the month. The end of June brought the end of the fiscal year, and the numbers show the state at $1.318 billion above the estimate for the budget year. The governor's office and state legislator have already approved the use of $800 million of the revenue surplus in the next state budget. That would leave about $500 million open. It's anticipated Governor Jim Justice will call a special session of the legislature sometime later this summer to deal with the additional revenue. Severance tax collections continue to fuel the revenue surplus. The state reports $120 million came in for taxes related to coal, oil, and natural gas for the month. That exceeded the estimates for the month by more than $80 million. Severance tax collections for the fiscal year exceeded estimates by 240%, or $449 million above the estimate for the year. The state predicted it would collect $319.7 million in severance taxes over the last 12 months, when it actually took in $768.7 million. June numbers also included personal income tax above collections by more than $31 million for the month. Consumer sales tax also showed a collection surplus for the month of around $31 million. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Well, we're back at it today, 88 to 90 degrees. That 40% chance of a storm jumps to about a 60% chance, and that could even be a severe thunderstorm late. Then we have a quiet period Wednesday morning, could see a shower, then a break, and then Wednesday in the afternoon and evening could see some more storms. So you're looking at waves of storms coming in from the north, and when they come from that way in the summer, they can be strong to severe. So again, close to 90 here today, 70 overnight, upper 80s tomorrow. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.